Welcome to Lifetown in Livingston. So we're going to take Main Street to Main Street. For this installment of Stories from Main Street, we're taking you to Main Street indoors. More about that in a bit. First, step inside this sprawling facility and hear just how unique it is. The stairs produce music. Think Tom Hanks in the movie Big. Lifetown is 53,000 square feet, and it is condensed, because it really should be about 100, um, to include anything and everything in the world of therapy and the world of uh, life skills training, job training, and uh, experiencing life. New Jersey, and especially this area, is the epicenter of the autism world and the latest statistics in the CDC. Um, but we're open to everyone across the board. We have no limits in the types of abilities. We actually don't even ask individuals what kind of abilities or disabilities they might have. It's all about giving everybody the opportunity to excel in life, and uh, Lifetown has something for everybody in that way. Lifetown CEO Rabbi Zalman Grossbaum's latest venture grew out of his work with the Friendship Circle. The Friendship Circle here in New Jersey started 19 years ago, and the idea was to take teen volunteers and work with uh, children and teens and young adults with special needs to give them the same opportunities socially, educationally, and otherwise that every child would have. Sports leagues, home visits, camps, and everything else so that they could be like every other child. It's a Chabad Lubavitch program and inspired by the Rebbe and all his work. And the Rebbe, going back to the 50s, 60s, was advocating for individuals with special needs. And lots of what the Rebbe wrote and spoke about was the inspiration behind beginning this program. The Friendship Circle, when it began, started off as a Jewish organization, but the whole goal of, of Lifetown was to create a place which is totally non-sectarian. So while we will still offer some Jewish programming, all the sports leagues and educational programs and everything will be open to the entire community. So what's inside Lifetown? There's going to be a bowl, three-lane bowling alley, a factory in here. We have a beautiful swimming pool that's going in, zero entry, um, so it's fully accessible. We have an indoor park. We have uh, incredible therapy rooms. Everything you could imagine is in this building. The crowning jewel, Main Street, an indoor simulated city complete with a street, sidewalks, and shops. These are the Life Count shops, and um, it's a 11,000 square foot indoor city with 15 fully functioning stores where individuals with special needs will be able to come in here and learn life skills with our special technology that ties into their IEPs and also job training that will be going on here, real jobs. Every single job here has a real end result where the work that they do will be able to feel and see the impact that they have in this world. There are many local sponsors. The shops are real. RWJ Barnabas, ShopRite, uh, Nestle's on board, and Rutgers is coming on board, uh, Caldwell University, uh, Children's Specialized Hospital, Kessler has, has interest. A food store, dentist, a bookshop, and a theater. The technology that we're building, we're developing, is going to be tied into each child's IEP. So when the students come in here, they log into their IEP using our technology. Every store they walk into, they'll be fed curriculum items related to their IEP, and then it'll report back to their IEP, making Lifetown a living part of their education. So they learn a skill in their classroom setting, practice it here in a controlled environment, and then be prompted to go out to the real world and apply those skills. Helping these young people learn vital life skills, an army of volunteers. 
part of the experience here as well is this is all about the whole community coming together. Uh, college students will be interning here, uh, professional businesses and retired individuals will be who will be interning here and working here as volunteers. So when you go into, you have a, when you have a a student learning how to work and go into bank and make a withdrawal and make a deposit. You also have bank tellers who will be volunteering that day, so that when this now happens in the real world, both sides have had that opportunity in education, so that that interaction, not only the individual with the unique abilities, has the skills to do that withdrawal and that that exchange. The person behind the teller will also have had that experience so that it will be a natural fit. And we see Lifetown as an incubator for what will happen in the real world. So many people grow up without the, the interaction with somebody with unique abilities. And they are scared at first in that interaction. But when they have the opportunity to volunteer here and to be part of that, they drop their defenses, and then they're inc- they're, they embrace that interaction. You might wonder, how is all of this possible? We are a not-for-profit organization. This is uh, made possible by the community. Lifetown, to date, uh, we've raised uh, over $17.5 million. Uh, um, the full budget will be about $18, $18.5 million when we're complete, and uh, 2,500 individual gifts have made this uh, project possible. In just a brief time, Rabbi Grossbaum has witnessed remarkable breakthroughs. To watch the children in this space is unbelievable. The first day that we opened, we had our the head of our therapy, who actually runs a local therapy center, and he was watching the children in our indoor park, and he turns to me and says, Zalman, what you see here is incredible greatest therapy I've ever seen and it's even better because there's no therapist in there with the kids there's just their team buddies and they're having the time of their life and they're doing things that we would take weeks and months for our therapists to get them to do yet they're doing it so naturally here given the delicate nature of the population every accommodation has been considered there's even a safe room with soft music and special furniture for children who become overstimulated <laughs> so I'm getting a giant beanbag chair, the music's playing, and I feel the vibrations coming up through the beanbag. That this is this is done on purpose. Why? This helps individuals dealing with sensory issues to feel their you know many of the challenges that they have is that overstimulated or under sensitized, overstimulated or too little sensory, this actually helps them feel the music in addition to hearing it and it helps them calm and, and refocus. It's, it's magical. I'm, I'm being lulled to sleep right now, actually. It's very soothing to feel the vibrations coming up through the, through the beanbag. Out of all the spaces we have in Lifetown, uh, one of the only complaints we have is that we should have another three of these. Not for the kids, for the adults. (laughs) Lifetown, bringing all people of varying abilities together, changing the way we engage people with special needs and challenges. Individuals, let's say, on the autistic spectrum, even though we don't, we deal across the board, um, what they're dealing with is sensory issues and, and other challenges. But beyond that, there's a person who has incredible and unique abilities. We have to tap into that and allow that to blossom. So just like we find the ways to educate and our, our children, we have to find the ways to give the opportunities to these children, teens, adults. And when we do, 
we will see an impact that we can't even imagine. In Livingston, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 880.